0: the show everyone. It's Dina Calmeta here and Susan Davis with Jesus twenty four seven. And today we're gonna to continue in our end times news report, week in review. Welcome back to the show, Susan.
1: Well thank you so much, Dina. Glad to be here. And boy, what a week this has been. In Bible prophecy and news, it has been extraordinary as each week we look at seven days of news around the world. That lines up with Bible prophecy. An hour that's just unprecedented. What do you think, Dina?
0: It really is. And I've said this before, but we're living in biblical times, you guys. Scripture is literally jumping off the pages right now. Especially, I was going to say especially in regards to Israel, but it's its everything. <laughs> it's not just Israel. It's a lot of different prophecies that are simultaneously coming to pass.
1: Right, and for anybody just joining us on this show, and and welcome and thank you, Dina and I come from two different End Times ministries, and we come together and do these shows, Jesus 24-7. Each week, we kind of put our heads together and scan the news and discuss it, even though we are busy with each our own ministry. Right, Dina?
0: That's right. Susan's ministry is Marriage Supper of the Lamb ministry. And Susan is a author. So she has several different books she has um also her own website end times prophecy catalog she is also author of several different facebook pages i want to say like 150 different pages She's crazy busy in the ministry and um i'm here at cww7news of course we have our own website um but this was birthed from your new life in christ ministries that's where we started out in 2014 And then we expanded into CWW7new. And Susan has her own YouTube channel. And I have my own YouTube channel. So, um, And each ministry complements, or I should say the Holy Spirit complements the ministries. Right, Susan? Because right. we could do nothing right. on our own. It's the Holy Spirit that does it all, and so we give God all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. Mm-hmm.
1: And Dina does a lot to support and help our ministry work, and I say our, our, because, you know, it is the Lord's, and we have several people helping us. We have a lot of, it's not just what I do, it's a lot of people involved, but anyway, so just kind of wanted to give you a heads up on that, but We've got to start because we have so much to talk about. This week is a big news week, and it's going to continue to be a big news week because I don't think anything's going to slow down at this point because we're actually in what the Bible calls birth pains, right, Dina?
0: Yes, and things are definitely rapidly heating up quickly. Yeah. Qu- quicker. It just seems like every day it, there's something new coming up. That it's, you know, rapidly increasing towards the fulfillment of Bible prophecy.
1: Well, um, I just want to jump in real quick and say, you know, obviously the biggest news this week would have to be Israel involvement with Hamas and war. But we cannot uh, put aside everything else that's going on in the world to focus on that because that is right now the big focus. But there is so much more going on around the world while this war is going on. So we want to be sure to talk about a lot of other things because we want people to see that there is great evidence that the Bible is coming together rapidly, moving towards the time that the Lord will return. And so we want to give you all the evidence you need so that you will get your life put together and be ready for the Lord's return, which could come at any moment at this at this juncture. So let's go forward and we are gonna talk about Israel, no question, but we are gonna talk about a lot of other things that are going on besides that and so let's get started because boy we could spend a whole hour on Israel but we're not going to do that because we got a lot of other things that a lot of people don't talk about so let's take a look at some of the crazy things going on around the world crazy sad and horrible and just amazing I want to mention Dina that we had an a 6.0 earthquake hit Jujuy Argentina And, uh, you know, I'm mentioning some of this because, boy, that's definitely a sign of earthquakes in diverse places. And so we saw one in Argentina's Cordoba province, and they also are having wildfires in Argentina at the same time. Isn't that something?
0: That definitely is, yeah.
1: Also, Myanmar is having flood hit Bago City, breaking October rainfall records, which kind of coordinates with so much flooding going on around the world. And we have a Facebook page for that called End Times Floods. I mean, you just cannot believe what's going on around the world. And I, I recommend people head over there and check that out. It's just so much But let's continue to talk about things. How about this 6.4 earthquake, which hits the Macquarie Island, and it was a strong and shallow earthquake registered by the United States Geological Survey as a 6.3. It's reporting a depth of 4.8 kilometers, or 3 miles. And if you want to know where that's located, that is in Jeeveston, Tasmania, Australia. I mean, that's a sizable earthquake, 6.4. So we're seeing a lot of six point and greater earthquakes right now around the world. This is really Bible prophecy coming together, just as the Bible said, which makes the Bible some you know something of the most accurate book in in history. wouldn't you agree?
0: Absolutely, a hundred percent.
1: Yeah, and we've talked about this before, but here's a nice description. Well, it's not nice, but it's accurate about what's going on in the mouth of the Mississippi River is the arena for a kind of wrestling match. So, in one corner of the ring is the salt water of the Gulf of Mexico, and in the other is the river's fresh water from up north, and the two shove against each other, and usually Mississippi flows with enough force to keep The salt water out, but this year's droughts currently affecting 40% of the continental United States has sapped the Mississippi of water pressure and a wedge of salt water began muscling its way upstream along the riverbed. this summer. It's already corrupted the drinking water in several towns in southeast Louisiana and could reach New Orleans around late November. And the ocean is winning. So, I mean, these are the kinds of events that are going on all over the planet. A lot of things that are just plain calamity a natural calamity but uh, even so this is something you know we see God doing these things clearly these are warnings from above for people to wake up and notice that things aren't normal anymore right dina
0: and they're not going to go back to normal all right you no, guys this is the not new a normal, normal all right and it's going to continually change the earth is going to be shaken up including the inhabitants not only the earth itself But the inhabitants, we're going to be, you know, the Bible says that in Luke, uh, twenty-one, you know, we're going to see fearful sights.
1: Yeah, and we are seeing them. There's no doubt. Okay, well, this is something pretty amazing. Probably a lot of people haven't heard, but an enormous fire at Luton Airport in London in their car park has destroyed up to 1,200 cars and resulted in several firefighters being taken to the hospital. So they had a furious blaze break out in a newly built multi-story car park on the airport's Terminal 2 building, and the third level burst into flames. And so that's not a normal thing. It almost sounds nefarious in a way, but I don't know. 1,200 cars destroyed,
0: that's a that's a lot of stuff. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah. so these are the kind of things we're seeing all over the place. Let's see what else we've got going on. We've got floods in, I want to say, in Queensland, Australia, on the southeast, a lot of flooding in that area of the country this week. Okay, Tehran has categorically denies it was to assist in preparing an attack on Israel. According to the Wall Street Journal, Iran announced that retaliation for possible attack by Israelis on Tehran's forces would come from three sides. And so the Wall Street Journal reported, citing high-ranking officials of Hamas and Hezbollah, that Iran was the initiator of the attack on Israel, according to the newspaper's report The plan had been developed over several months and the decision was made in Beirut last week. Hamas spokesperson Ghazi Hamad also told BBC on Sunday that Iran provided support to Palestinian militants in carrying out the attack. Tehran categorically denies these allegations the Iranian mission to the UN has stated that they have nothing to do with the attack on Israel on October 7. The decisive measures taken by Palestine are fully justified defense against seven decades of oppressive occupations and heinous crimes committed by the illegal Zionist regime stated the Iranian side while confirming its support for Palestine. Well, you know, they they tend to like to lie a lot, don't they?
0: Yeah, I don't believe that. Because you know what oh yes they support hamas and hezbollah and so uh-huh. they these are their proxies so hamas was right. the one that attacked israel and hezbollah right. is attacking israel even right now you know they've been having rocket fire from uh hezbollah so i they're, they're right. being funded these terrorist groups are being funded by somebody and so it's definitely oh. iran definitely oh there's
1: no question There's no question. Hamas and Hezbollah are arms of Iran. There's no question. Basically, what needs to happen is that the innocent Palestinians that are just, you know, uh, they're trying to live their lives. They need to vacate the area and go to like Egypt or somewhere. Okay, they need to get out of there allow israel to go in there and clean house okay they need to go into those tunnels and they need to eradicate that situation because This is really just a radical war on religious war. Uh, This is not about freeing the Palestinians to have their own national country or anything like that. They don't really care about their national status. It's a religious war. In fact, they don't care about the Palestinians. They would just assume kill them, you know, for their cause. And actually, this hospital over there that was attacked, that was done by, you know, Hamas. And... And I think about 500 people were killed. Is that what you heard?
0: That was the initial report. It was 471. First it was 500. Then it was 471. And uh-huh. after further investigation as of this morning, is what happened was, is what we're hearing is that it those rockets, or they're, they're from the Jihad, and they did not hit the hospital. They hit the parking lot. And anywhere from about 10 to 15 people died. Uh So Uh that is the story this morning. And although many are saying that Israel was, well, not many anymore, like world leaders, they've got Israel and the United States have very high intelligence to see where that rocket came from. All right. And in fact, one of the news stations, while they're reporting it, you can see the rocket and you can see that that rocket came out of gaza do you know what i mean Uh or uh, wherever Mm -hmm. in that area you can see that it did not come from israel so that's the number and uh and there's also a recording that uh israel has of the jihad admitting that they made a mistake it was an accident they didn't do it on purpose but they were the ones that are responsible not israel and definitely not the Mm -hmm. united states
1: Definitely not. Yeah, even Putin has come out on record and said that, you know, Israel did not do this, you know.
0: Oh, well, finally, you know, finally another world leader from that side admits it.
1: Yeah. And so it's going to come out. But that's this is what's going on is this is just terrorism. And there's a lot of innocent people dying and suffering. It's a radical religious war. And there's a lot of confusion going on about what's going on. There's nothing altruistic about this. It's a war of evil and evil intent. And it's being run from Iran and orchestrated from Iran and funded by Iran. And that's (laughs) the bottom line. That's what we've got going on here. And...
0: But this is the thing: Israel's being hit by. She's had rockets from Syria, Hezbollah, Gaza, Hamas, and now Iran saying that if Israel goes into Gaza, because now they're bringing in humanitarian aid, Israel was against that mm-hmm. at first, but now they're bringing in some humanitarian aid. But eventually, Israel's going to go in there and do a ground invasion yeah. to go and find yeah. Hamas. Well. well they will. Iran says and, that and when they is,
1: must. Yeah, and they, they must.
0: must. But this this is the problem. This is, you know, we're already getting reports today that there were some missiles that were meant for Israel that almost hit U.S. Navy ships, warships from Yemen. Mm-hmm. They were mm-hmm. So Israel, these weapons, these uh, attacks are coming in at many different directions. And the United States, I just have a feeling we're going to get sucked into this.
1: Well, you know, people need to understand that these people don't even care about their own people okay and you know not only are they after israel they're they're literally willing to use their own people for human shields and that sort of thing yes that's so, true that's true so the bottom line here is this is just just merely more terrorism going on that's all, you know, and, in, and, uh,
0: in fact, I don't know if you heard about this, but this was just released this morning, um, or maybe just a couple of hours ago. There is a world report. The United States is warning anybody who's traveling abroad to be cautious. So there's a travel warning now globally, globally, because of what the lies coming out of Hamas saying that Israel hit this hospital, which it was not a hospital. It was a parking lot. Okay. But now uh-huh. they've had these riots. You know, we've had riots at, at our U.S. Capitol. We've had riots everywhere in Jordan, in Egypt, and I mean, just in Jerusalem. And they're worried about other attacks that, you know, some lone wolves that can go out there and attack. Or maybe not just uh-huh. lone wolves, but coordinated attacks. So that was that warning that people need to be careful when traveling abroad.
1: Right. Well, and the bottom line here is that this is hyper-demonic, hyper-satanic activity. And that's, you know, the bottom line. You know, we talk about Iran, but it's really uh, Satan is running this whole thing. What do you say, Dina?
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's he knows he has, but a short time. And so uh-huh. he hates, he does not only hate the Jews or the Christians, he hates you as a human, okay? Mm-hmm. because he he knows what's gonna happen to him, all right? He knows so he's gonna try and destroy and cause as much trouble as he can before his right. time comes. and right and and he can't help himself because this is the way it's supposed to be. This is the end days, you know, He's fighting a losing battle. So he's gonna take as many as he can down with him. and he does that yeah. through uh, demonically possessed humans. You know, he, Uh that's how he does Uh that. These people that reject Christ, that reject their only truth, their only salvation, they open themselves up to be, uh, controlled by demonic beings. And that's, that's what we saw in Israel. That's what we saw when they attacked Israel so brutally, you know, Uh and anybody Uh who goes and attacks somebody, it's, it's demon possession. That's what that right. is, and so oh, right. he knows he right. has but a short time. And you look at the clock right now, and and it is indeed short. And Susan, I just want to add a few more headlines in regards to Israel, just really quick. The Jordanian foreign minister has stated that displacing Palestinians are an act of war. Here's another very interesting report from the Daily Mail. Are we on the brink of World War III? Justin Bronk has revealed how an Israeli invasion of Gaza could trigger a wider conflict that could see Russia and China supporting Iran, while lining up against America and the West. The standoff over the Israeli Hamas war could have the potential to drag America, Russia and China into the conflict. Now, this is according to a military expert. The professor stated that if Iran attacks Israel in retaliation for invading Gaza, Moscow and Beijing will be compelled to step in and the war could escalate. He pointed out that Iran and its Hezbollah proxies in Lebanon provide a potential second front, with the U.S. warning Hezbollah and Iran to stay out of the war. So that is a very real possibility right there. This one comes from the Jerusalem Post. Rockets, drones hit Iraqi base, housing US forces. So do you see how the United States could definitely get pulled into this war? Now, just today, and this is Friday, October 20th, Hezbollah announced that they attacked five IDF posts in the border area with anti-tank missiles. The Russian foreign ministry called on its citizens to avoid coming to Israel, Lebanon, Jordan, and the territories of the Palestinian Authority. So right there, we see Russia knows that a bigger war is about to break out. Now, here's another very interesting report. An Israeli official has issued a warning to Putin on Russian state TV. Amur Wheatman, the head of the Liberation Caucus in Israel's Lucid Party, appeared on Russia's state-run RT News Network this week and spoke about fighting between Israel and the Hamas militants, as well as Russia's war with Ukraine. Now, while speaking about recent claims relating to Gaza City, he criticized Russia, saying that we're gonna finish this war. We're going to win because we're stronger. After this, Russia will pay the price. Believe me, Russia will pay the price. Russia, he said, is supporting the enemies of Israel. Russia is supporting Nazi people who want to commit genocide on us. And Russia will pay the price. We're going to win this war. Afterwards, we're not forgetting what you're doing. We're not forgetting, he said. We will come. We will make sure Ukraine wins. We will make sure that you pay the price for what you have done. You as Russia. So those are definitely some fightin' words. And we know from prophecy in Ezekiel chapters 38 and 39, Susan, that eventually Russia, Iran, and Turkey, as well as many other nations, will try and invade Israel, which they will fail according to prophecy. But we've been seeing these tensions grow between Israel and Russia, and especially now with this war. Now, in addition to that, the Kremlin has denounced an address by Joe Biden, in which he compared Russia to the Hamas terror group and called Putin a tyrant. The Kremlin spokesman, Dmitry Peskov, told reporters that we do not accept such a tone in relation to the Russian Federation and in relation to our president. Biden, in an address to the U.S. from the Oval Office yesterday, said that the United States had to stand behind Israel and Ukraine in the face of Russia and Hamas, who are trying to completely annihilate a neighboring democracy. He added that we cannot and will not let terrorists like Hamas and tyrants like Putin win. I refuse, the president said to let that happen. In a call with reporters, Peskov says that such rhetoric is hardly suitable for responsible leaders of states and it can hardly be acceptable to us. He also added that US efforts to contain Russia would prove ineffective. Now to heat things up just a little bit more, the United States has conducted a nuclear test in Nevada just hours after a Russian move to revoke global test ban. The report goes on to say that the U.S. conducted a highly explosive experiment at a nuclear site in Nevada hours after Russia revoked a ban on atomic weapons testing, which Moscow said would put it on par with the United States. This test is notable because of the timing, as I just mentioned. So let's just poke the bear even more, all right? And speaking of nuclear, a Pentagon report on China's military power says that Beijing is exceeding Previous projections of how quickly it is building up its nuclear weapons arsenal and is almost certainly learning lessons from Russia's war in Ukraine about what a conflict over Taiwan might look like. The report released on Thursday also warns that China may be pursuing a new intercontinental missile system using conventional arms that, if fielded, would allow Beijing to threaten conventional strikes against targets in the continental United States, Hawaii, and Alaska. The United States Defense Department has released a series of declassified images and videos highlighting the unsafe and unprofessional behavior of Chinese fighter pilots towards their American counterparts in international airspace. The 15 incidents above the East and South China Seas shows the PLA coming within 20 feet or 6 meters of U.S. aircraft and in some instances, Cutting in front of them. So again, I have warned about this several times. One little miscalculation, one mistake, miscommunication could literally throw us into a war with China or even Russia. And we see this with these unsafe encounters. Now here's another report in regards to Russia. A Putin ally has issued a ominous warning of world war. So we've seen it on the U.S. side. Now we're seeing it on the Russian side. The Kremlin ally warned of an incoming new world war that, in his claims, would see the West pitted against Muslims all over the world, whom Russia would back with a supply of weapons.
1: Well, let's take a look at another part of the world right now. Myanmar really is making the headlines this week. I mentioned some other things going on there, but they had floods displaced thousands of people. But not only that, they had a midnight massacre ...at IDP camp in Myanmar, leaving survivors in shock. Residents and volunteers say the village was obliterated in the blink of an eye shortly before midnight on Monday. At least 29 people, including 13 children, one was just one and a half years old, lost their lives... While another 57 people were also injured in an attack, according to the KIA. Now, I just want to mention that these people were killed by junta shelling. 11 children under the age of 16 were among victims. KIA spokesperson Colonel Nabu told the Irwadi on Tuesday afternoon. The junta said on Wednesday that the A KIA warehouse containing more than 100 tons of ammonia, nitrate, and weapons exploded while all other sources blamed a regime airstrike, drones, or shelling. So Colonel Nabu told the Irrawaddy on Wednesday that a gunpowder warehouse uh, would never be located near civilians, and it's not true. They had 600 people displaced and they've got a lot of things going on in that part of the world this just this week So, you see, this is just more stuff going on with, you know, the enemy right now, with this junta massacre in Myanmar. Just more satanic activity going on around the world. And we don't hear a lot about these things as kind of downplay, because, you know, we're hearing quite a bit about Israel, but that doesn't mean there aren't a lot of things going on elsewhere. Unelected bureaucrats at the United Nations are calling for the public to start living in huts made from mud and straw, in order to meet the globalist agency's net zero goals before the year 2050. Well, honestly, I don't see us being here with. <laughs> by 2050. But I'm telling you that the W.E.F. and the U.N., that is their goal for uh, zero carbon emissions is for everybody to live in mud, brick and bamboo forest type huts. What do you think of that? (laughs) That's what I
0: think. It's it's hilarious.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I wish we could just sit back and laugh at these people. But unfortunately, they are like running a lot of things. You know, they're not Like I said, they're non-elected officials, but now Klaus Schwab wants to put together a militia comprised of, you know, people from around the world to fight. Now, what do you make of that?
0: What can we expect? Can we expect anything less from them?
1: I know. It's just unreal. Well, here's another headline I thought I'd throw up there. And actually, Dina, you got this one. I'll mention it. There's a large group of officials at the Pentagon that actually believe that aliens are demonic entities. What do you think, Dina? I thought
0: that was an interesting headline when I sent it to you because it proves our point. It, it, it like, confirms what we have been telling people. So... My question is, are they in contact with these demonic beings?
1: I would say a good many of the people in the Pentagon have demons themselves, okay? (laughs) So, uh, you know, we live in a world that is getting even weirder with each passing month. And so in the old days, if you talked about UFOs and aliens, a lot of people would be tempted to think that you were nuts. But now UFOs and aliens are the subject of high-profile hearings in Congress And corporate news outlets are constantly running stories about new sightings. It has become quite clear that something is going on in the skies above our heads, and this has sparked a tremendous amount of speculation. Are we really going to be visited by entities from another world, or is something else going on? Now, you know, some of the aircraft that have been appearing in the skies are absolutely massive. For example, a new Netflix documentary is examining the case of a gigantic delta-shaped UFO that was seen by hundreds of people in Texas over an extended period of time. And so these headlines, that continue to go on. But the question people are asking, so who is piloting these aircraft? And so they're saying that they're aliens. The Pentagon commanders have clamped down on research into extraterrestrial because of their religious beliefs, it's claimed. Leading UFO researcher Ron James says senior figures in the U.S. government fear aliens are in fact demons. Ron, who is a director of media relations for UFO research group MUFON, claims there is a very large contingent of people within the Pentagon who oppose the work of the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, AATIP, because they think the UAPs regularly reported by U.S. military sources are piloted by creatures from hell. How did they arrive at that conclusion? Well, the article does not say, but apparently this belief is so pervasive that it was even affecting who was getting funding. He says he was told by Luis Elizondo, who has gone on record as being the boss of AATIP, it was not just a little voice in that Pentagon, but a huge group of people thought the phenomenon that was being witnessed was demons. Well, anyway, we could go on with this topic endlessly, but the the point is, whoever those people are in the Pentagon, they're right. These entities are all demons. There are no extraterrestrial uh, beings out there, only demonic. And where do we find this? It's in the Bible, okay? You know, and the Bible talks about these beings as being the powers and principalities of the air. And so that's exactly what these, all these entities are. Right, Dina? That's right.
0: I agree 100%. No such thing as UFOs, aliens. They're, they're, de- no. they're demonic beings. And, the, and like you said, Susan, Ephesians chapter 6 proves it.
1: Right. And here's the other thing. We're seeing uh, Satan and he is using this as an excuse for the world when after jesus removes his church they're going to have to explain it and they don't want to say oh you know that the bible is accurate by the way so so that's why we have people in congress and the pentagon and other organizations saying that there are motherships out there sending probes to our planet i mean i wish i were making this up but Dina this is what they really believe
0: I don't find that hard to believe that they believe that it's
1: just incredible (laughs) you know I never thought we would honestly have a legitimate conversation about such things but here we are right okay (laughs) okay so here we go but we've got a new law coming out of California and you know California is kind of like the testing ground for insanity do you not agree with that I completely agree. Well, California law aims to force people with mental illness to get help. So more Californians with untreated mental illness and addiction issues could be detained against their will and forced into treatment under a new law signed by Governor Gavin Newsom. No, Newsom. Okay, sorry. (laughs) A move to help overhaul the state's mental health system and address its growing homelessness crisis. The new law, which reforms the state's conservatorship system, expands the definition of gravely disabled to include people who are unable to provide themselves basic needs such as food, shelter, due to an untreated mental illness or unhealthy drugs and alcohol use. Anyway, we could just go on and on about this topic, but this is very much like the topics before that we've addressed, uh, you know, coming out of California and other uh, such areas of the country uh, and Canada and other places around the world where they're involved in assistance in dying and that sort of thing, you know, this leaves things wide open for abuse. What do you think, Dina? Oh,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. I agree completely.
1: So, you know, when you take the likes of some of the people who are in charge in California and they start determining who's mentally ill and who's not, that starts to look very dangerous to me. So this could easily be turned on people and made, you know, abusive, very abusive, very quickly, just in the same way we have problems with Canada and other places around the world that are starting to assist people in dying. And we've talked about that. It could be people who are having struggles financially. Oh, well, they're no longer of use to society. Let's just help them end their lives. Okay, so I want to mention that we had two tornadoes strike Tampa Bay, Florida, and damaged homes on both sides of the coast this past week. Crystal River and Clearwater, Florida, had serious water spouts, turn into tornadoes on the coast, and do some major damage. And I guess that's really unusual for that part of the country, but boy, that's what we saw this week. So a lot of stuff is going on. It's incredible. I don't know if you heard this one or not, Dina, but Central Park is now closed. The park completely destroyed by a global citizen festival. New York City's famous Central Park is home to some of the Metropolitan's only green spaces, including the Great Lawn that residents used to play and relax. However, the Great Lawn is now officially closed until April 2024, thanks in part to damage caused by the Global Citizen Festival held there last month. The crowd was packed to the gill. And there were about 60,000 people show up for this festival, and they just practically destroyed the park. So now it's shut down till April. Apparently, they did quite a job on it. So anyway, I mean, things going on around the world are just unreal. We've had about three or four major earthquakes in Afghanistan. Western Afghanistan hit by the fourth 6.3 earthquake since October 7. Well, this region of Afghanistan was hit by a total four and has killed more than 2,400 people. And that's a big number. This is not to be confused with what happened in Libya recently and also Morocco and Maui so this is a lot of catastrophic events in a very short period of time I would say since August 8 when Maui was taken out by fire and decimated we have seen a lot of huge events going on, and Afghanistan is the most recent. Plus, we've got a lot of flooding and droughts all over the planet. I just want to mention something about Maui. I don't know if you've heard this or not, but they are claiming that the damage done to the 2,000 homes that were completely burned out in that area, not including the cars, is now they say they're finding arsenic in the ashes that remain.
0: Arsenic?
1: Yes. Poison, poison uh, substance, including arsenic. And those people going through the area, working in that area, are now wearing masks, special protectant masks against arsenic. And so now they're telling people that there's no way anybody can go back to their homes. I find that's very interesting and peculiar. That, that makes
0: sense why they were restricting people from going to their homes because I heard the same thing I heard that people were not allowed to go to their homes well if that's what I want to know is natural fires don't do that natural fires Uh don't spread poison arsenic A very specific poison. I'm just going to leave it at that.
1: Yeah, they claim that the building process for the way they built the buildings had arsenic in them. I mean, to me, it almost sounds like a excuse or reason to not allow people to go back to their own land, their own homes. But take it for what it, you know, I'm saying, you know, it looks suspicious, highly suspicious to me.
0: Yes, I would agree.
1: Also, China is blowing up Three Gorges Dam on Hui to ease the flood risk. I think we've talked quite a bit about China having tremendous flooding starting the summer until now. And just unbelievable situation in China. Oh, and for anybody who's interested... Let me just read this. If you want to know what America is sending over to Israel in support of this war over there, so far we have two aircraft carriers, which, you know, houses about 5,000 people per carrier.
0: Actually, uh, three, Susan. Oh, okay. I, th- I believe that I third one know. was added uh, just today or last night.
1: Wow. Okay. Look at that. Already a third one. Okay, well we've got at least 160 aircraft and that may have changed if we're adding another aircraft carrier. But we've got a couple guided missile cruisers, six destroyers. Once the NATO Maritime Surface Group arrives, the total firepower off Israel's coast will include those two aircraft carriers I mentioned, which now includes three. So that was the USS Gerald R. Ford and the USS Dwight D. Eisenhower. 2 Ticonderoga Tikantaroga-class cruisers, U.S. Normandy, U.S. Philippines. seven RLE, Burke, class destroyers, and just to name a few of the things going on over there. A lot of firepower heading over there. Five frigates, boy, two landing support ships, and a lot of stuff going on. Additional F-35s, F-15s, F-16s, and A-10s. So this is mounting up to be quite... A battle that they're prepping for.
0: They're getting ready for war. Exactly. They, they have war, but they're the United States is there in case you know, like today. You know, a missile came from Yemen. They were there to intercept it. So right, they're gonna right. do you know. And they said earlier today that they will respond at a time of their choosing.
1: There's another major earthquake that took place. A 6.4 magnitude earthquake was reported in Alaska this week in the city of Adak, which is located several hundred miles from Russia. That's what we saw this week. So you see we're having a lot of these earthquakes in diverse places, right? And we've got North Korea shipping hundreds of containers likely packed with North Korean armaments. New satellite images indicate which could bolster Russia's cache of sorely needed weapons and boost its war effort against Ukraine. So you see, we've got all this going on, right? At the same time. Oh, yeah. Plenty of activity.
0: And Susan, you just mentioned North Korea. I want to also add that North Korea has threatened to launch a preemptive strike against the U.S. The North Korean Central News Agency threatened in its unsigned statement on Friday to launch a preemptive strike against the U.S., which North Korea believes intends to launch a nuclear war by moving its strategic means to the Korean Peninsula. The statement explains this by saying that for the first time, the U.S. Core Air Combat Force has been deployed in the Korean Peninsula simultaneously, and a B-52, a typical strategic bomber of the U.S. Air Force capable of carrying nuclear weapons. The U.S.-Japan-South Korean Joint Air Drills scheduled for October 22nd have also been described as nuclear war provocative moves of the U.S. The document concluded by saying that after this provocation of nuclear war against North Korea, the country will take a corresponding option.
1: Also, have death toll reaching a hundred in flash floods in uh, Sikkim and West Bengal, India. So I don't know if people know this, but they had devastating flash floods and glacial lake outburst floods have resulted in a hundred fatalities in the states of uh, Sikkim and West Bengal. And these events, which began around October 4, along the Tista River have left also 76 people missing, 30 injured, and have displaced 2,321 individuals into relief camps. And so this is in India, so we got a lot going on all over the place. Definitely signs, there's no question. And for anybody who missed it, please go back and check out Dina's latest video, CWW7, where she covers on the cusp of apocalyptic war between Israel, Iran, U.S., China, Russia, and North Korea. So you want to be sure to watch that video. Okay, and Iran has, of course, ordered Hezbollah to carry out attacks on Israel's north. Dina talks more about that in her videos and does a lot of coverage. So you want to be sure to get to be a subscriber on CWW7. She keeps track of that sort of thing much more than I do. (laughs) But that's okay. I mean, we all have to have our areas that we talk about, right, Dina?
0: That's right. And I would suggest taking a, a trip over to my Telegram channel. And I am updating that channel a lot, like all throughout the day. It's just easier for me to um, port there. I forward stories from all over the world of what's going on in Israel and Russia, China, North Korea. And a lot is happening, you guys. Like we are reaching a climax I believe.
1: Well, Vladimir Putin gears Russia up for World War III with a release of a terrifying new plan, probably having to do with Satan II ICBM missile, but the United States is also commissioned a serious modernization and diversification of the United States' nuclear arsenal. Experts consider this to be an unnecessary and provocative move against the adversary, And so this is what the U.S. is getting ready for use in the event of nuclear aggression from Russia or China. A sufficiently large portion of the nuclear arsenal should be secured to be able to be used for retaliatory strike against a potential aggressor, of course, These are not the only preparations the USA makes in case of aggression. From another side of the Pacific, Americans also accumulate critical ammunition supplies and secure blood supply chains for soldiers and civilians who may need it during a potential conflict. So America is also getting involved in this activity, even as Russia and China discuss it. Okay, we've got a headline here that is new, and you probably hadn't, wouldn't have heard of something like this a couple of years ago, but 17 terrifying consequences of a nuclear war you may not realize. Well... You know, I think if there's a nuclear war in your neighborhood, you're not going to be there to see the aftermath of that. It's just crazy that they even write these kind of articles, you know. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, my point is, now we're starting to hear all kinds of things about nuclear war, the headlines around the world, but the thing is guys a nuclear war is going to be a sudden destruction event i believe which the bible talks about in the scripture it says they'll say peace and safety but there will be none and like a woman in labor what we're going to see next is sudden destruction will come upon them and they will not escape well i personally believe there's going to be two types of sudden destruction in the world there's going to be natural events Things like the San Andreas Fault and the New Madrid Fault and super volcanoes and things of that nature. But there's also going to be man-made nuclear events. And so that's what I believe God is talking about when he talks about sudden destruction. But the thing is, you don't want to be here to find out what kind of sudden destruction is going to happen. You want to make sure that you're ready for the Lord's return. Right, Dina?
0: That's right. And you need to be ready today. Because any one of these things can happen. They could happen simultaneously. Jesus could come and bombs can come down. We could be going up and the bombs could be coming down. And anything can happen. Anything. A a massive earthquake. A a tsunami. Um, I'm sure the people in Afghanistan are thinking that. You know, 2,400 perished. That's a lot of people, you guys. That's a lot of people. And how many of them knew Jesus? I know. I know. That's what you have to think of. And... Now you have the opportunity. Once you're dead, there is no such thing as purgatory. All right? there's No such thing. You don't get a second chance. All of your chances are right now. All of your chances are right now to seek Jesus. And he is desperately seeking people to join him in heaven for eternity. Because no one belongs in hell. Yes, there are some evil people out there. But that place was originally made for the devil and his demons. Humans should not be there but they made a choice god doesn't send them there they make a choice we make a choice it's either for jesus or it's not there is no gray area there is no fence. Yeah. you either choose them or you don't and we're getting to that point now it's always been that yeah. way in fact but we are literally i believe according to scripture following scripture we are at the end of it so you know and don't think that when the rapture happens that you're going to capture the next boat out because you don't know if you'll survive that event.
1: Absolutely not. Right. Right. Well, I'd like to jump in real quick. We've got a few more headlines of things that people probably have no idea is going on. I mentioned Myanmar before. They've had 15,000 people evacuate floods in Bago, Mon, and Yangon. And so this, in addition to all the other things going on there, Brazil had rains and floods wreak havoc in Santa Catarina as emergency declarations escalate. And here's a big headline. Kim Jong-un's North Korea vows decisive response to U.S. military activity as it blames Washington for turning Korean Peninsula into a thermonuclear zone. So Kim Jong-un's North Korea reacted strongly to the recent U.S. military activity on the Korean Peninsula, promising a decisive and overwhelming response. You've got to admit that it's really scary when a guy like Kim Jong-un starts ranting and has control over nuclear weapons, because I personally think he's not all there, right? (laughs) Well, he's there, but he's he's got demonic control.
0: Yeah, he's got some demonic control. He thinks he's God, a bloodline of gods. He thinks his family is God. So there you
1: have it. Right. How about this? The U.S. is putting 2,000 troops on higher alert as Israel readies their assault, their ground assault. And so that's, you know, uh, looking very serious. We had an unbelievable storm in Sicily and Rome with wind speeds of 223 kilometers. And it was just shocking footage to watch this storm going on. And I wanna say that we had a big event, signs in the skies this past week. We had the ring of fire eclipse over the United States, which could be seen in several locations in the United States. And so if you're interested in that topic, you can go back to our uh, page, End Time Signs in the Skies, and take a look at that. It's pretty fantastic. Did you see any of that footage, Dina? No, I didn't. Well, it's pretty amazing because we have some footage over there you can check out where there were little rings on the ground from the light from above people were getting clips of. That, that was pretty wild.
0: You know, here's an article that I just want to add really quick, Susan. It just came yeah, out. Yeah, go and for it. It can explain the brutality that took place in Israel. It comes from the Daily Mail. And apparently, these Hamas fighters, these terrorists, uh-huh. they found drugs on them. They found what they call a poor man's cocaine. It's called Captagen. And it boosts their alertness to to make them feel invincible. They took this. These fighters, it was found on them. And it made them feel like they had no fear. So they were kind of, you know, they were able to do these inhumane murders, you know, because they were on these drugs. So that makes, you know, besides being demon possessed, this makes sense that they're using substances. Because some of the things that I heard that they did was inhumane so they were high they were high
1: and that is definitely demonic possession when people are involved in those hardcore drugs and as you say it almost turns them into automatons right
0: it makes them feel like they're invincible like they could do anything and they're numb so while they're committing these barbaric acts they're they're Mm -hmm. under the influence they feel that they can do it they're numb they're disconnected from, you know, their humanness.
1: You open yourself up to demonic possession when you get that far involved in drugs.
0: It says and right that's here what they did. It was this drug was discontinued, but an illicit version of the drug was made in Eastern Europe and then in the Arab region, and it has now grown into a multi-billion-dollar illegal market. And it comes out of Syria. So, well,
1: there you go. So that's almost like releasing a bunch of demon-possessed monsters on these people. Yeah, yeah. It, it
0: has. It's nicknamed the drug of jihad. It's thought to be made of a mix of phenylene caffeine and other fillers it generates focus and staves off sleep and hunger wow so they're not feeling anything they're just Boy, going that's, and that's what that's made them do right. what they did because they're not they're not feeling anything they're not feeling hungry they're not tired that's why they were able to do what they were doing
1: and you know here's another thing we know for a fact that in demon possession people can possess superhuman powers that's when true they have, yeah uh, demon yeah yeah So, uh, yeah, that's frightening. That's just completely frightening. That's, you know, where we're at. And the world is, um, it's on a downward spiral. I don't see us coming back up out of this until Jesus takes over, right? That's right. Well, let's take a look at this other headline. Vladimir Putin has arrived in China with a nuclear briefcase. So the nuclear briefcase is reportedly being carried as is traditional by an officer of Russian naval fleet. He's done this because he's gone over there for a meeting with China, and he arrived with his bodyguards, and they were carrying these so-called nuclear briefcases for security purposes. And I'm sure there's plenty that he's talking with China about. What do you make of that?
0: Well... He in China are, you know, he calls him his friend, so yes. he's carrying that nuclear, you know, suitcase around, which is anybody who's anybody knows that any one of these world leaders that pushes that red button, it's going to be over. It's going to be yeah. over for their nation, all right? Because the other yeah. nation is going to react. So, yes, carried around. I think the United States does the same thing. I want to say we do the same thing. It goes everywhere where the president goes. You know, while Russia was there in China, he had, uh, I believe, he had his warplanes equipped with the hypersonic missiles to do regular drills over the Black Sea, mm-hmm. which is dangerous because we NATO kind of hangs out there in the Black Sea. Yeah, I think he's, you know, getting prepared and he's had a lot to say about Israel. In fact, China and Russia don't, China, Russia's called, well, actually, China and Russia have both called for a ceasefire. And Russia has also stated that the only way, the only solution to what's happening between Israel and Palestine is a two-state solution. Uh That was just this week, Uh he said that. North Korean missiles were found. In the Hamas supply, so... Oh, wow. Yeah. There you go. So he's helping Iran...
1: Yeah, look at
0: that. Technically, Iran. Hamas is Iran.
1: Well, so this headline says that Putin in China, Xi and the Kremlin leader reaffirm a close cooperation. So this is why we find Putin meeting with Xi uh, this week. And also another headline, U.S. preps for possible attack on D.C. with simulated incoming missiles. So the U.S. defense contractor, Northrop Grumman, announced a successful test of its integrated battle command system, IBCS, this month. And so, again, we're seeing, you know, a definite move towards gearing up for potential serious war at this point. I also want to give some more news here. Biden drafts a $100 billion foreign aid package including money for Israel and Ukraine, just pumping more money out like crazy for Ukraine and Israel. We had someone killed in Cozacolas Coast City, and over 700 houses were affected by floods in Veracruz State, Mexico, due to heavy rainfall and strong winds over the past few days. Additionally, a new tropical cyclone named Norma approaching the Baja California Sur area. So we've got a lot of uh, hurricane activity right now coming in on different coasts. Mexico and United States. So we're definitely watching these things closely because it's it can be very serious. As far as like where we are on the Bible prophecy timeline with regards to everything we talked about today, Let's just take a real quick look. If you study the Bible, you will know that we are currently in Revelation chapters 2 and 3, which is the church age, and we're swiftly approaching the end Of the church age which we find in Revelation chapter 2 and 3 and we're heading swiftly towards chapter 4 in Revelation which is the point of the church being removed in rapture by Jesus he's going to take the church and put her away to safety that's the bride of Christ but first we see the dead in Christ rise first and then we the living follow behind And then in chapters 4 and 5 of Revelation, we see the dead in Christ and the living given their crowns and they throw them at Jesus' feet. At which point we see Jesus next being given the seven seals to open as being the only person qualified to open the seven seals of the 21 judgments which God is going to bring to the earth during a seven year tribulation period. Between the time that the church is raptured and that Jesus opens the first seal, the next big thing on the docket will be the four horses of the apocalypse which is the first four items of the 21 judgments and the first horse is the revelation or revealing of the Antichrist to the world. Second in line is the war, the red horse, which I would call that World War III. Third up in line is famine and economic downturn. And if you want more information on that, please go to End Times Famine, our Facebook page called End Times Famine. And then the fourth horse of the apocalypse, the pale horse is death. And that's when er death comes to roost, basically, because of World War III and famine, thirst, and economic downturn of the third horse, which is following war. And then we go into the fourth horse. And then after that, we move forward into the rest of the 21 judgments. So if you want a whole lot more detail on this, we've got it. It's called Revelation for Beginners. Line by line, look at Revelation, 22 chapters of Revelation. I highly recommend that now you take time to follow along with us as we go through that complete study. We also have Daniel for beginners, and we study end times in Daniel as well. Why would you want to do that? Because these books are for you now. What's going on in the world discussed in the book of Revelation? People ask me the question, why Are things called end times well we're living in the end times because it's written about in the last book of the Bible the book at the end of the Bible is revelation and that's why we're in the end times right now and so this is not the time to ignore The information that God provided you in the Bible so that you can know exactly what's going on in the world around you. And to make it easy, we created this whole project, Revelation for Beginners, so that anybody who's never even picked up the book of Revelation can join us and follow along and understand. And, you know, God gave us this book so that we can see all that's going on around us and we don't have to live in fear. Because we can know that God is foretold all of this, and he also has a plan for your life. And we go through that also. And so I highly recommend that you take time, and I know Dina will be nice enough to put these video links for us uh, below on this video. But please take a look at that and share with others. Right, Dina?
0: Yes. Share, 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 you guys. Cause when you like and share our videos, you help us beat these algorithms because they have me shadow banned on uh, YouTube. I remember a couple of years ago, probably, well, more than that, even 2021, 2020 videos, for instance, like my normal videos that I would do, I would get anywhere between 10 to 30,000 views, maybe even 100,000. I have some videos out there with 300,000 views, just a normal world news update. Now that same video is getting, if I'm lucky, 3000 views, you guys. so. There's definitely some shadow banning going on. So I suggest on my channel and on Susan's channel, like the videos and share them so that we can beat this uh, shadow banning in algorithms. Because is what you do when you like them and you share them, it puts them at the top of the list. So.
1: And you know what? We don't sell these videos. They're absolutely free, and they're you can share them with anybody. And you don't have to say, "Hey, you know, go over there and order these." You can get them and just listen to them. But we do ask that you share. That's how you can help us. Please share this information. And I also want to put a plug in for our many Facebook pages. We've got end times landslide, end times uh, floods, end times mass animal deaths, end times sinkholes. And a whole myriad of them. And you can find this information on our website that we do over with Marriage, Supper, of the Lamb. But it's called End Time Prophecy Catalog. And Dina has also helped a lot with that page and or that entire website. And she helps us with the page. We've got a group page that you can join. It's called Rapture is Very Soon. And so come check that out. Boy, I think we're, I, I haven't checked lately, but I think it's 156,000 people over there. And they're jumping on like 150 a day dina right now so uh, actually more than that susan
0: i've i've seen invites for like 300 people wanting to participate i know it's
1: it's it it's hard for us to keep up it's really moving now and i think everybody knows that the lord is coming soon because of what's going on in the world. I think it's very exciting. But if you don't know what's going on in the world, please come and check our website, our our videos, our Facebook pages, and we'll help you unravel the mystery of end times. Right, Dina?
0: Yes. You know, they're, you know, for you and also for your family and friends that they may not understand what is happening. Like I had somebody ask, you know, quite a few questions about the rapture and I was able to share with them, you know, uh, the entire playlist of Revelation and some other videos about the rapture. And uh, Susan explains very thoroughly, even sometimes verse by verse on certain topics and certain books of the Bible So that, you know, when you walk away, you understand, you have an idea of what is happening and what is to come to pass in the very, 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 very near future.
1: And, you know, Dina, I'd like to just jump back in here. One of the tools of the enemy to cause fear and anxiety in these end times is the unknown. And if you don't know what's going on, that's why you live in fear. But if you know God's plan... And, uh, you know, how he's got this all put together and how it's working and how it's going to happen, you don't have to live in fear. And so we unravel all of that information for you, make it known to you, and there's no reason for you to live in uncertain fear. That's the enemy. The enemy is going to use these events that are going on to create fear in your heart. But Jesus comes to give you peace, right, Dina? That's right.
0: You know, he hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love and a sound mind. And Jesus said, you know, that we would see these troubles, but that he would give us peace that surpasses all understanding. And, you know, it says also, you know, God says to study, to show thyself approved so that you will have an answer for those that ask, you know, if somebody comes and say, I don't get this, you'll know because you've studied, you've sought the Holy Spirit You've sought Jesus and so he's given you understanding. And the more you get into the Word of God, the more fearful you're not going to be, because he strips you of that, because he is not of fear. Yes, fear the Lord for knowledge and understanding and fear of the Lord does bring those things, but it's it's a good fear. It's it's the fear that the enemy brings is torment. And God doesn't he doesn't want us to be tormented or condemned, right? So he's right. love and right. he's good he's everything that's good every perfect gift comes from him Fine. get into these studies and you can find these videos on my channel on susan's channel on our rumble channels and our bit shoot we're also in podcast hey go and check out our channel jesus 24 7 in apple google and spotify listen to us on the way to work Listen to us when you go for your walks. You know, you don't if you don't have time to sit down and watch a video, then go and plug into one of our podcasts. You know, listen to us while you're working out. Um, I used to do that when I used to work a secular job. I would you know plug things in while I was on my way to work and learn that way. So, but that's where you can find them, and I'll have those links underneath our videos. And we want to hear from you. So please do leave your comments below this video. And uh, Susan, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing all of these headlines. Thank you to you, the audience. We love you so much. Thank you for tuning in. And is there anything else you'd like to add, Susan, before we close?
1: Well, just a big thank you to all of our ministry partners and and team members that make what we do look easy, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I want to also thank you, Dina, for all your hard work, and uh, we just... Pray that our listeners will uh, come to these materials, spread them all around, and help your friends get ready because I believe Jesus is coming very soon.
0: All right. Well, thank you again, everyone. And we, Lord willing, will see you next week. God bless and stay safe.